and welcome to the Coach Me Vancouver podcast. We're recording live from downtown Vancouver. My name is Nadine Stille, founder of Coach Me Vancouver, and so happy you've decided to tune in. In addition to our amazing featured Coach Me coaches, we also have guests on the show this season who are expert and topic enthusiasts on specific areas of personal and professional development that will support your growth journey even more. Today, I warmly welcome our guest Caroline McGillivray as we're talking about journaling to connect to your soul, body and spirit. Caroline is a fifth-generation Vancouverite. Curious about her hometown, Caroline has written for local publications about restaurants, spas, tourism, and dating. She produced and hosted Sexy in Van City at CITR 101.9 FM and Save on Radio. Other hats she wears include medical Qigong therapist, writer, aerial yoga teacher, as well as bar and yoga instructor. She has led yoga and journaling work for people who are healing from trauma and is best known as founder of Beauty Night Society and co-founder of Chi Day. With journaling frequently being used in between coaching sessions to give the coachee a deeper understanding and learning, I was keen to find out more and explore journaling for us. Please refer to the show notes for a list of all the resources we mentioned during this episode. All client stories mentioned in this podcast have either been approved for use or been altered to not be identifiable. Hello, Caroline. Hi. Hi, how are you today? I'm great. Thanks for Perfect. having me here. Well, I'm, I'm glad you, <laughs> you came in um, to talk to us about journaling to connect to your mind, body and soul. That sounds divine. <laughs> What's your passion about this or why are we talking about this today? Well, I think journaling is a really great way to connect to yourself. And as we were saying, body, mind, spirit, soul, it is so important to connect. And I think in this world where a lot of times we get stuck sometimes, I know for me, I get stuck on social media, etc. And being able to bring it back to myself gives me an opportunity to fill up, unplug and just start to feel whole. And when I'm feeling in a really solid space where my foundation is good, I'm able to do a lot more for the world and uh, show up the way I want to more mm. often than okay. not. So what's your connection with journaling? Well, I've been lucky. Growing up in Vancouver, my dad used to be senior assistant managing editor of Vancouver Sun. So from the time I was probably about eight, you'll laugh, um, I actually asked for a typewriter for my birthday. Yes, before computers, because I was a product <laughs> of the 70s. I had a tape recorder and used to pretend to um, interview all my stuffed animals and did stories. So from an early age, very, very much so. And then my mother also encouraged me as well, where it was just like, well, you know, there's not really any place for children to be published, so why don't you write your own stories? And so I found from there I liked writing ones about things that happened in my life. So if you can believe it, I actually have all my journals from the time I was 12 years old all the way till I was 18. I have an entire suitcase and a half full and a good size suitcase too yeah. of them. I found it's helped me in so many ways as I've evolved. I do smile and laugh. A friend of mine actually does a theater show called Teen Angst, where they read sometimes your old journals from when you were a, a 
a child where everything felt like it was a really big deal all the time. <laughs> and, you know, if that boy didn't look at you, it was like, oh, 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 my goodness. And then, you know, I flash forward to now where I still use a journal, as I was telling you in our pre-show chat. Mm-hmm. I sometimes, even when I'm on the bus going from one meeting to another, I pull out my old notebook and I write. Mm-hmm. Wow. It really helps me just stay me. Okay, great. <laughs> Let's take a, a quick step back. For those of the listeners that are listening in or tuning in and don't know really what journaling is about, or maybe even what's the difference to, I would have said as a kid, I would have written in a diary instead mm. of a, a, a journal. So can you just give us a quick overview of what journaling actually is and what it entails. Sure. There are many different types of journaling. I know a lot of times when we think about journaling or take a class about how to journal, a lot of times it starts with stream of consciousness journaling. But uh, whereas a diary, it's usually more of a reflection of your thoughts. Sometimes it's more what I describe as stream of consciousness. You're in a bad mood and you just want to tell somebody so you don't punch somebody. So <laughs> you write down all your thoughts. That usually falls under what I'd classify as diary. Mm-hmm. But that said, a lot of people do use the words interchangeable. A journal, it's, it's kind of funny because I actually looked it up right before I right before I came today. And I was Mm -hmm. like, wow, I've been using this not necessarily correctly. And what I usually consider my day book, which I got off my Google calendar and went back to an actual uh, pen and paper for keeping track of things, that actually counted as a journal. So I started thinking about all the other types of journals there are. So journal is a way of recording things. So with that, sometimes it will include stream of consciousness. Sometimes it will include things like you may draw pictures, you might doodle in there. Uh, there might be really inspiring words. I know for some of my journals and diaries, sometimes I use them interchangeably. Mm-hmm. Before Pinterest, I actually used to sometimes glue articles in there where it was something that just really inspired me or made my heart warm. So as opposed to saving it on Facebook, I would actually put it there. Now I sometimes pin it, but I find when I physically have it in there, it's easier for me to find it quickly. And it makes me really happy. There are a lot of different places that do use journals, though. So for example, say you're working with anybody who's trying to change their lives. And that's one thing I like about the journal piece, because I think you write about what's important to you. So say you want to start tracking your dreams. And I do have some friends who do that where they will track their dreams and they'll start to notice as they do that and reflect later on at the end of the day as they write about what happened, where it's and where they start to notice the bits and pieces of their dream and are starting to able to use their dreams a little bit more to manifest things in their everyday life as they become more aware, more mindful about what's going on. Mm -hmm. And by journaling, it's a way to do that. For a personal trainer, they may encourage somebody to write down every time they work out. There are apps like uh, Fitness Pal, etc., that many of them will suggest and recommend. Uh, a lot of them will recommend having a food journal as well. So it's not just the actual workout where it's like, I did 12 reps, three sets of, you know, chin-ups or whatever it is, the exercise. It's also, how did I feel? Did I really mm-hmm. want to roll out of bed this morning and go to the gym? Because it was pouring rain. I was achy from my workout before. Or I was really mad and I woke up in a really foul mood because I've got a presentation to do and I was super stressed. And then maybe running on the treadmill or going to yoga class where I just gave myself a chance to breathe and writing that stuff down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the same for coaching, like life coaching mm-hmm. or career coaching, where often in between sessions, you're being encouraged to 
either reflect on a particular deep question mm-hmm. or get a bit more clarity or, you know, of what, what you actually want. So it's a really wide use and um, what you've just explained. And actually, I didn't realize I was doing it, but I, a few <laughs> years back, I actually tracked my, uh, my dreams. I had no idea as part of the journaling part as well. I was very insightful. It's, it can be really wow. powerful too. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. If somebody is ever uh, working with a medical Qigong, which is one of the branches of Chinese medicine, the practitioner will actually get them to track their dreams because sometimes it actually alludes to certain health issues that are mm. going on within the body. And for goal setting, it's, it's huge. Mm-hmm. A friend of mine's actually looking for work right now and was really stressed out because they've got three interviews today and couldn't remember which companies they'd sent resumes for. And I started thinking about it where it's like, actually, it's not a bad thing to journal where it's like, okay, no, so not only a Google Doc where you've kept track, okay, I sent a resume to this one, this is what the description is copying and pasting, but also your thoughts about it when you wrote it, like, was it a big, long questionnaire they made you fill out? How did it make you feel when you went in for the interview? All those things. I mean, I was a geek when I used to audition a lot more when I, one of my careers was acting. I even used to journal about what I, I wore and how that made me feel mm-hmm. when I was in there. Was it the right choice, etc.? Mm-hmm. Wow, that's very insightful too. And especially <laughs> like clothing, it can have such a difference on your, on your mood, on your mindset, and um, both in, in going in both directions, mm-hmm. make you not feel so good, but also, you know, give you that extra confidence boost and really maybe get into the the role itself, right? It really does. Mm-hmm. They say that uh, we decide whether or not uh, we like somebody within the first 10 seconds, we lay eyes on them uh, through the John Hopkins Center of Medicine. And I find that to be true when we look at ourselves in the mirror, when we do mirror work. And I sometimes think of journaling and diary as a way to basically reflect and actually mirror yourself where you can actually say, okay, where am I going? What's going on in my life? There are those days where you just want to rant. There's those other days you stare at the page and it's like, what in the world am I going to write today? And there's other days where you, you get cramps in your hand because you can't put the pen down. And <laughs> I've actually, I've actually got a callus on my finger from so many years of it. But I think I want to throw one thing out there because I think one of the biggest misconceptions about journaling is the fact that it has to be pen to paper. Pen to paper is great. I know for me, I find it incredibly cathartic. But uh, for other people, that's how some, uh, many friends started blogging because that was an online journal where they didn't always open it up to the general public right away. But it was a way to actually be able to pull stuff, copying, pasting things that really inspired you, articles that made you feel angry, sad. I mean, all we have to do is look at it and every time we share something on Facebook and see how yeah. it affects people. True. But where you could do that in private and and write those thoughts out. And so there are different ways to do that. There are some people who journal, and it may not be the words at all. It may be going full circle back to how we receive stuff in images. It sometimes it may be those doodles, etc., and that makes you gives you joy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, perfect. Thank you for clarifying that. It would have been one of my next questions. <laughs> actually, it's like, does it always have to be pen and paper? We've already uh, touched on the next question that I was going to ask. Like, what is it being used for? So maybe mm-hmm. we can um, just kind of um, listed out yeah we had uh, clarifications and reflection in there what else uh clarification reflection i think is extremely good and it's used in so many different ways 
as an example, because I also have a background in wellness, sometimes say somebody is recording how many times they go to the gym, that automatically makes them start to make incremental changes by that sheer act of recording that. And what that may do is start to have them eat a little bit better, uh, being more aware of times that they are eating, starting on the social level where they're starting to connect with other people in their fitness class or at the gym where they're having, might be going for a tea or coffee afterwards. And it will start to massively shift on that level. I've also had friends who are financial planners. I think David Bach in some of his books, he's a great writer who I can't even list all his books, but has some really great things. He's the one who always reminds me of being a really cognizant of where you spend your money. So you can even be journaling for pieces like that. But you'll find that all those pieces start to intermix together. And there's so many benefits to it because obviously the reflection, the tracking for that. We also become more aware. It's very good for memory, I think, to write things down. I think back to the 70s and 80s and even the 90s where I actually knew a lot of people's phone numbers. Now, I think I may know five friends. And those are people other than my boyfriend that I've mm-hmm. been really close to for years. I bet. Knowing five is pretty high nowadays. (laughs) It's true because our devices memorize Mm -hmm. all that stuff for us so we don't have to. So I've been told with it, it can be very helpful for not only the reflection recording, it's also a good way to share things too. For some of the students I work with, we've got some from the Gender Psych program at UBC, as well as Adler School for their Master's in Counseling. And what they do is they actually are encouraged to keep a journal of their work when they're working with uh, some of our clients in the downtown east side, where they're just talking about just working with vulnerable populations. And sometimes they have to share that in their class as well, where sometimes with journaling, there are times where you get together with people and you may share and reflect. You also have that with blogging as well, Mm -hmm. which I think is a natural derivative of reflecting, putting things down and being able to express yourself. Mm. And then you go back when you read through Mm. it and you maybe discover patterns or Mm -hmm. a trend towards something. You make those choices a bit more, you're just more aware and conscious of what impact it has on you. Very much so. Um, By putting that focus on there, it really helps us start to be aware, which I think is number one. And then from there, just how does this make me feel? And I know I'm going back to cognitive therapy, <laughs> but yeah. it is uh, very helpful where it's just like, how does that make me feel? Can I change that thought if it's not working for me mm-hmm. and starting to shift, which is why I love recording dreams. I know even with yoga practice, I've had some of my friends who are yogis where they'll pick one of the uh, yamas or the neo yamas, like which are kind of like the 10 commandments, but in yoga mm-hmm. and we'll reflect on it. So, um, say the word satcha, which means cleanliness, and they may spend a whole week where that's their focus, and that's mm-hmm. kind of their prompt word, and they journal about that and start thinking of that, so that can be everything from clean living to, I don't know about you, but when I'm stressed out, I wash dishes. I don't like putting them through the dishwasher. <laughs> I actually physically like washing them. Or if I'm having a really bad day, sometimes I need to have a shower, and mm-hmm. it's just like literally washing the day off. So all those pieces really makes a difference mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> nothing nothing to say about a hot shower and the benefits that can have <laughs> or a cold shower or a, co- or a cold shower to yes. help you clean your aura <laughs> okay deep breaths 
<laughs> and breathing is always key. <laughs> mm. Yeah, some of the the benefits again as well. It's apart obviously from all the you know awareness mm. and things like that and. It has a, a knock-on effect on lots of other areas. Yes. No, it really does. I found it really interesting because, as I was mentioning, just with the students who are working with vulnerable populations, mm-hmm. it's been really great for them to reflect and be able to share their their learnings. But I've also found it really powerful working with people who sometimes are dealing with hepatitis C, HIV, being able to share and reflect. This morning I was reading a piece about how they found it was more, it helped people accept things a little bit faster so it can actually work. So say you have a broken heart, say uh, you've had a diagnosis of say something like breast cancer or something like that where writing about how you feel about it and the trick with journaling is always making sure at the end you put a couple things about what you're grateful for so you let yourself express during the rant after that it's putting that other piece of gratitude but they have actually found with some of the studies that it's helped people change their peace of mind it's lowered their stress so when they are going through different types of uh, treatments for chronic illness or for different types of illnesses it can actually improve their health mm-hmm. it's I very see. very powerful yeah you know any sort of changes or big impacts mm. in your life where you know that could happen like even your your friend that you mentioned earlier going mm. for a new uh, job and a whole new experience around that and the stress that comes with it going through maybe yeah like you said a, a split up or you know mm-hmm. differences in relationships or grief or you just you know, any sort of change will have a, a big impact on that. And again, how does it make you I feel? feel. <laughs> and I think that's the hugest part is yeah. it comes down to how does it make you feel? Mm-hmm. But there are, there are so, so many different, different benefits in mm-hmm. regards to that. Uh, there are some other studies that do say things like it's helpful for just increasing your emotional intelligence because by being able to do that reflection piece, because let's face it, all of us get mad. We're human beings. Mm-hmm. So we get sad, we get frustrated, we get jealous. And writing that stuff down, sometimes we're able to be a little bit more empathetic towards ourselves, but also when we catch ourselves in that in our what I call real life, as opposed to just what we're reflecting in the, on the page, it can allow us to just take that time to take mm. a breath <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and just check in for a second. Mm. And I find the more we practice that, practice that mindfulness, practice that breath work, all of that it helps us just be uh, the best us we can yeah. be. And especially around uh, emotional intelligence, for those who don't know, a big piece of that is self-awareness mm. and self-management, mm-hmm. right? And again, journaling can help there to get both of them done. First, the awareness and then also, oh, catching yourself in the mm-hmm. moment. What do I need to change? What can I change? What do I want to change? It's so true. The other piece that I was going to mention was... For people of children or having babies, what is interesting, I also teach prenatal yoga. And this I borrowed from Oprah years ago when one of my friends back in the 90s had, and Oprah's been around for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> Bring on Oprah. <laughs> <laughs> She's like Queen Oprah. Mm-hmm. And what she had uh, suggested, and my friend was doing this for a little bit, was she was starting to record when uh, her baby got diaper rash, when he was more gassy, where she was having a burp and more because he was screaming and she wasn't sure if it was colic, was it teething, etc. She started tracking when she was stressed out. 
And with that, she started noticing a correlation as she included how she was feeling just with her journey with motherhood and still being a wife and a mom, but also the other piece with um, her baby's health as well as her own. And that was really fascinating to her. And so once she became more aware of it, started working on some more mindfulness practices to start shifting. And sure enough, yes, it did affect in terms of her kid. So it's really neat. So what's going on with us, we're all made of energy. It affects everybody around us. The more we're aware of it and journaling and tracking that stuff can be very very, very, very helpful. Mm -hmm. And I think the other misconception with journaling is sometimes people think you need to be a writer. You don't. Sure, it's helpful, and that may be your natural way of communicating. And one of the benefits is it will improve your writing skills as well. <laughs> I've got some friends who, for journaling, will pick a different random word out of the dictionary and try and use it in their journal things a lot during that day. So it ends up becoming integrated into part of their vocabulary and how to use it in a sentence. So that can be a really neat, kind of geeky way to do that yeah. if you like words. Especially. What a challenge. <laughs> <laughs> it can be very helpful. Mm -hmm. But the other piece with that, with the just keep writing and writing and writing and writing, is it's it's very nourishing. And you don't have to be a writer. Some people do it where I don't know if it's called vlogging or vlogging, where oh, you yeah. can be doing video as well. <laughs> v video blogs. <laughs> I've heard it so. being called both, so yeah, I'm okay. I'm just not sure what the what the proper pronunciation mm -hmm. is. But there are also something that was really popular a couple of years ago was bullet journaling, mm -hmm. and that was writing down points. And there are days where I'm super tired and I've got so much stuff in my head I can't sleep or I get up in the middle of the night. I like keeping a journal beside the bed and sometimes I just write that stuff down. When I was single, I used to have my phone, but the light would always, and I'd write it under my notes section, but uh, it wakes up my partner so I can't mm. uh, do that to him. Yeah. So. <laughs> no, that comes back to my mind. When I started noting down my dreams, mm. um, I found that waking up and having that piece of paper there and a, and a pen really helped. But then I also found myself just letting out thoughts that kept me awake at night. Mm. Oh, I need to do this in the morning, mustn't forget this. Oh yeah, this is coming up too. I haven't put it in my calendar yet. And so just putting that down, like scribbling it down on a, on a piece of paper just gave me that peace of mind that, Hey, yeah, this is there. I'm going to remember in the morning and you can just get that much calmer around it as well. And no idea that it's part of, you know, journaling as well. You can, you, it can go in there. And I guess it, it can, be part of like a healthy sleep routine as well, right? It's like switching off from your mobile phone, any sort of screens that you've been there and get into bed, take a moment, write a few thoughts down of, you know, whatever happened in the day or whatever you want to use journaling for and mm -hmm. then calm down. It's you know? a nice ritual for before bed. I love that. And there's a lot of people who do gratitude journals as well, where they write about all the things they're grateful for. And the more they talk about it, the more we start being aware of every time we complain mm -hmm. and starting to shift that so we catch ourselves doing it and start to change our behavior, which uh, in turn changes our mindset by just drawing attention to it. And journaling is a very wonderful tool to do that. Mm -hmm. That can really change your life on many ways. I've had managers encouraging their teams to do journals. There's also joint journals too. Dr. Harville Hendricks, who wrote the books uh, Receiving Love, 
as well as I believe the other one's called How to Get the Love You Want mm -hmm. and encourages couples to have a journal at home. My partner and I, I still actually write notes as opposed to keeping it all in one book, mm -hmm. but it can be very helpful where you can write notes to each other all the time and it it can be helpful so it's it's the to do to do stuff too like mm -hmm. oh please pick up toilet paper but it's also hey i love you and mm -hmm. blah 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 or i just you know there's uh tickets for cirque and i know we text that stuff too but sometimes it's nice to write it down and then that way they get those notes there's also uh dr gary chapman's book the five love languages and one of them is his words of acknowledgement so when we uh, practice gratitude in our things making sure we also put some stuff about what we're grateful for within ourselves, not just about what's going on in our lives, but taking that time to reflect. And it's like, even if it's mm -hmm. like, hey, I had a great hair day today, <laughs> or it's <Score>. like, <laughs> um, which yeah. is, can be a maging, mm -hmm. daunting thing sometimes, because mm -hmm. sometimes my hair looks like a troll doll from the 70s where, you know, you rub it and it's like its hair goes poof all yeah. over the place. So. <laughs> yeah, in coaching and in so many other areas is where there's a lot of inner work going on and sometimes it, it doesn't even have to be like big things that we, what you're grateful for hey I got out of bed today for some people that's a massive achievement for others it's like oh my god I finally sent this email that I had in my draft you know all this time I managed to do this or press record on this podcast <laughs> <laughs> we're actually doing it or I sent you an email around it right so it's like those little acknowledgements and and gratitude you know mm -hmm. Expressing that, and I've been doing it a lot more in the last few years too. And I can see a, she, a shift. see a shift for sure. Yeah, nice. it's lo just a lot more positive. It's not necessarily that there was a lot of negativity around, but it's it's there's always more. You can always be, mm. you know, mm -hmm. I don't know, a bit more tuned in, I guess. <laughs> so with all of these things that we've discussed, for someone who's a total novice to journaling, what's the best way to get started? like out of all the things that we just discussed. Out of all the things, mm -hmm. I would say number one is play. Uh, give yourself permission to write the worst stuff ever. Number one. And two, whether or not it's making sure you have the tools to do it. So whether it is pen and paper, whether or not it is your laptop, whatever it is. So making sure you have access to something to write. And then starting to play with the different styles of that. I think uh, one of my favorite books, which has some great prompts in it, is Writing Down the Bones by Natalie Goldberg. has some great stuff. There is The Artist's Way as well. Uh, some people will do classes, which I do teach some occasionally as well, about how to journal. Usually if you're coming to a class, it will be uh, prompts where there is stream of consciousness writing within it. So say it's something like, I love. And even if all you're writing and you don't take your your um, pen off the paper, for those ones, I love, I love, I love, I love, I love, I love, I love. You just keep writing it mm -hmm. until you come up with something. Mm -hmm. And it will kick in. I find sometimes that's a nice way to just clear your head, which is very helpful. And usually within there, there's always some gems. Mm -hmm. um, and sometimes you surprise yourself by not allowing yourself to edit. Don't cross anything out. Just keep mm -hmm. writing. So you get for um, stream of consciousness, right, or journaling, mm -hmm. you get, uh, say, a time set, a prompt, and mm -hmm. then you don't take your... Pen, pen off, off the, the paper. paper. You just keep writing whatever comes out. Mm -hmm. It's like free flow. Da, da, da. And then 
reflect back and <laughs> very much so and sometimes i i do find with the group what is interesting when you're doing those is there's the stream of consciousness piece where you also go around the circle and then you share um what you wrote and that can be neat too because everybody you, it gets people very close so it, it kicks in your oxytocin levels which mm -hmm. is that what i call the uh, hormone that makes you just want to cuddle after sex or <laughs> just makes you fall in love with your baby when you mm -hmm. love its first sight when you see your yeah. kid for the first time or the way we feel when we take a group fitness class which is mm -hmm. why sometimes people prefer group classes over working out one-on-one -on -one at the gym so that gives that peace but you also get to hear different people's concepts, which is cool too. And mm -hmm. I find sometimes by hearing what other people are doing, it, it gives you other ideas and helps you percolate mm -hmm. too. And then you go back and usually in a class, you may do two or three prompts. Uh, sometimes the instructor will give you homework to do as well. Mm -hmm. And that can be very, very, very powerful. Mm -hmm. That's usually a lovely way. If you can set time aside where it's a certain time of day, some people morning roll out of bed, they write. Usually that's usually advised for a lot of people. But again, it comes down to what works for you. Mm -hmm. For me, it doesn't work. But a cup um, of coffee, you know, <laughs> just instead of going right into your emails or your yeah, um, Facebook. You know, Facebook or the news and, and mm -hmm. like start it off with something. Yeah. positive like i don't know maybe daily affirmations some positive and you were uh, mentioning you know, there is that book that mm -hmm. uh combined uh the daily affirmations that you were mentioning yeah. in your pre-show chat there is a book called write yourself happy and the art of positive journaling and uh, it combines journaling with positive psychology so you're setting yourself up for mm -hmm. positivity in your in your life and again the more you kind of project that and have journal about gratefulness positive affirmations Mm -hmm. gratitude even just intention setting in the morning of how you want to feel what you want to achieve you know that all sets you up for much more positive experience throughout the day and i'm going to say in combining that with bullet journaling where you actually kind of have your what to me is like a to-do list but having both so then that way you know what your tasks are yeah. as well then that way it keeps you on track too mm -hmm. i find with journaling the other piece with it is Giving yourself permission to be the, and as I said earlier, the worst writer, but also not all our thoughts are positive and that's okay. Mm -hmm. Give yourself permission to say them, feel the way you feel. And by acknowledging that stuff, it allows it to start to shift. And as we shift, it allows us to find more positivity in mm -hmm. things, especially if you're going through a dark slump, like say you're doing caregiving, whether it's a new journey as a mom, whether um, you're sandwich generation, you're dealing with children as well as dealing with like an aging parent who may have dementia or other complications with health. It can be really challenging and it's really hard because it feels guilty to take that time to journal when you're like, oh my gosh, I've got 500 million other things to mm -hmm. do. You have to make it a priority as long as you find something, some way to make sure that you're being mindful for yourself, taking that time to breathe. I really find that will help bring your pieces of your soul back together because mm -hmm. in reality, it, it is a really rough ride, whether you're caring for somebody for 20 plus years, whether it's just a really hard and fast intensive for three months where you're there by at the hospital every day, mm -hmm. it can be really rough. Yeah. And that's the beautiful thing about life. We go through ups. It's always going to go up. It's always going to mm -hmm. go down. And sometimes what I love about the journal is because you can go back and read stuff that you've written that you can remember where it's not all horrible. 
Mm-hmm. And even if it feels like that, sometimes when we go through what I call the dark days and it's not all sunshine too. So then that way you can see both. So when you have your peaks, make sure you acknowledge and say, Hey, I rocked at this today. Yeah. So you have those pieces, but also giving yourself permission to acknowledge your shadow side yeah. too. At some stage, when you're through those dark days, you can say, Hey, I've been through this. I've made it. Mm. Right. And that gives you strength and power going forward and facing whatever else there might be. Um, They might be coming up. And there's always stuff that comes up, let's be honest. (laughs) (laughs) Something else around that for people starting off and on journaling or, you know, when your day is just so full with things and you're like, where, where am I going to find the time? And I mean, you mentioned earlier that you're sometimes just doing it while you're, while you're commuting, right? Mm -hmm. Or while you're, I don't know, maybe having a morning coffee or taking two minutes before you, you go to bed. My way of thinking comes from is like make it accessible and and fun, like have it there. Choose whatever works for you. So if that's your phone app and you're using the notes section mm. or you have your a little like pocket notebook, an old fashioned notebook with a pen, you know, have it there, whatever works mm-hmm. and whatever pops into your mind. It's, it's easy to do yeah. it. And if you've got a friend who does it, sometimes Mm -hmm. just like you might have a workout buddy, I know there's been times where I've fallen off journaling and I've just been feeling really dark. I've had some really good friends who journal where what we've done is we've met for coffee. We spent the first 20 minutes of our coffee writing Mm -hmm. and uh, we put a timer on and that's our time to journal. Mm -hmm. We do that. But then again, I also do that with time management stuff every Monday morning as well, where I get together with a really dear friend. We do that and then reflect on um, all our goals for the week. That also includes some journaling Mm -hmm. time. And it, it, it creates that accountability uh, for each other. You're in it together. If you are feeling guilty about it, it's like, hey, someone else is there. We're in this together. Again, if you wanted to share this and have that group experience um, afterwards, you can. And you have someone right there to, to talk this through with, right? So, mm-hmm. so a lot of ways to get journaling into your day. And it doesn't have to be 20 minutes. It can be a five minute mm-hmm. And it can even be an audio one too, where yeah. if you've got a phone and you've got voice memo, And the reason I'm thinking about that is a really dear friend of mine does that and has an art journal. She's dyslexic. So, Mm -hmm. and it was, and I just thought of her because um, before our pre-show chat, I went and grabbed a tea at Blends and I was thinking about how I was telling her that there was a coffee shop that's close to me where they had hired somebody who was deaf at the counter and where they, and it was really lovely. So she had everybody write down their orders And then this friend that I'm mentioning who does the audio as well as the art journals told me she actually left the coffee shop and stopped going there. And I asked why, because I thought it was really cool. And she reminded me that she has dyslexia. And so for her, it, of course, totally triggered because she can't Mm -hmm. write. So if somebody can't write, there's no reason why you can't express yourself with audio. And there is some softwares as well that do transcribe if that's ever something where you want to put it in different Thank you for mentioning that. It makes it a whole lot more accessible that way, mm-hmm. right? And I've even had friends who have done it more like a Dear Diary style, but it's actually really beautiful where it's a Dear Diary style if they're embarking on motherhood where it's like, um, and it's a journal that they actually give to their kid later on and mm-hmm. give it to them on usually their 30th birthday when they can appreciate it. 
<laughs> for that, where it's a journal that starts and just like just just thoughts and stuff. And even when things are crazy, like when they have a you know temper tantrum or they've gotten the chicken pox or whatever, the scary moments mm-hmm. when they've broken their arm on the playground, you know, all that stuff, mm-hmm. where it's like writing it out and putting it together. And I've actually had a couple of friends who've used their old uh, journals with their kids because now you can self-publish all the time yes. and actually turn those into gifts or people that they love. Mm-hmm. I've even done that for my brother and boyfriends before where I've gone through my journals, just that recap of stuff. And it's a rough draft and you can always, you'd never edit in your journal, but you can edit if it's a writing project after, mm-hmm. and it's a nice fodder for ideas. It's oh, lovely totally. to put all that stuff down, but it can also be a beautiful gift for Father's Day, Mother's Day with Christmas, mm. you know, all that stuff, yeah. Valentine's Day, and putting it together and making it almost like a, a special scrapbooky yeah. thing for Go, them. Going down memory lane together, right? And then you yeah. can, yeah, like a scrapbook, you can have a few pictures in there, you mm-hmm. know, it's like, oh yeah, that's me with my broken arm as a five-year-old or whatever. Yeah. And, and open has some great books not to plug opus art studio but they mm. do have some wonderful ones if um if you're putting it together for a mm-hmm. scrapbook to okay. um, cut and paste things that reminds me we've mentioned already a plethora of books <laughs> and <laughs> <We have>. resources <laughs> throughout so uh, i'll make sure to list them all out and put them in the show notes so people can easily refer to it and, uh, <laughs> and, and get back to that so we've already touched on how to create a habit out of journalings like make it easy accessible fun and do it do it (laughs) just do it you can set yourself a reminder or have that accountability buddy in there right even if you tell yourself it's only 50 words a day Mm -hmm. you will usually once you get down you you've gotten past about 10 words you will usually write even if it's just i i i ah, and lots of that (laughs) on the page it keeps you disciplined. And I think that's one of the things in our fast food world that I know for myself, I'm not as disciplined and I procrastinate all the time about Mm -hmm. things I want to do where it's like coulda, shoulda, woulda. One of the beautiful things about living in this era is there's so much technology that enables us to do so many things. Mm. It's a matter of just doing it. But sometimes I think it's because there's so much choice. It's hard, which is why I like to go back to pen and paper, simple, easy, Mm -hmm. And just uh, find what works for you. And it actually but do it. Yeah. And it actually makes it stand out because everything else is on a screen or on your, you know, on your phone or on your laptop or mm-hmm. wherever. So an actual pen and paper is just, that's sometimes even the only times when you use that. It's very specific just for that, right? Mm-hmm. So how can I journal um, to connect to my soul, body and and spirit? Is there any particular way are there would it be better to use prompts or to have something just for myself and i think the more it becomes habit the easier that's going to organically happen there will be days you'll need prompts because it's challenging there's been times in my journals i've written a letter to somebody that i love very dearly or i hate or i'm angry at you know whatever And I find that's actually really healthy for reflection, too, where I've been able to express myself. And that's the good thing where you don't mail those letters or send a crazy email when you're feeling those feelings. It allows you to put it there Mm. and then writing that letter back to yourself. So it can be very like from them Mm -hmm. afterwards. So that can be a very healing, incredibly cathartic thing, especially if you've had somebody who's ghosted you. um, They've died. They're not of sound mind anymore. 
whether they're in a coma or because they've got dementia or Alzheimer's or they're, you know, a baby who can't speak yet, but you're mad at them. Mm -hmm. Writing that stuff down and then writing a letter back to yourself um, Mm. can be really cathartic. So it can be about the relationship piece. It may even be where you're at a coffee shop and it's describing everybody around you. My best friend and I, we used to write horror stories all the time. We've actually made up a whole bunch of crazy things all about serial killers based on that, making everybody in the coffee shop a different type of serial killer for a serial killer convention, which ended up being a whole weird book (laughs) and play thing. Convention. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Oh yeah. Yeah. We've, we've come up with crazy (sighs) stuff. And if you're in the mood to write and you don't have pen and paper, cause you will get those moments too. Mm -hmm. I've even like snuck in and grabbed paper towel from the washroom. And uh, borrowed a pen if I'm at a coffee shop and just written, I've written on napkins. And then you can always, you can always tape that into your, your mm-hmm. journal later. So just because you don't have it with you, that is okay. You may want to have a space that it's yours and you keep it secret. If it's one that is where you've got a lot of goals, you may want to set up with a coach before you're doing it. Mm-hmm. And I find a journal is a, a good way to work with a coach too. I know for some of my clients, what I do is I'll actually have them do a vision board based on what their goals are, et cetera. And, but a very small one, they glue it to the front of their journal. Hmm. So every time they write, they're aware. And then it's just a little bit weird because usually when I do a vision board, I always on the back of each picture write one and everything needs to be achieved by. So instead you have to kind of be a little bit more creative with that and write that on the mm-hmm. inside of the cover because yeah. you're not quite able to do that the same. But that kind of really fits in well too instead of like the doodling or the scrapbooking or, mm. you know, just putting uh, photographs in the vision board really complements the the entire you know, goal setting or intention setting that goes on there. Quickly coming back to something else you mentioned earlier that we talked about having prompts. Where would someone get prompts from? I Well, there is, you can either do a course. There are a lot of, just if you Google journaling online, there are a lot of options there. I'm still a huge fan of Natalie Goldberg's Writing Down the Bones. She's got tons and tons and tons of ideas for prompts in there. Mm. And I actually have not looked to see if she's got an Instagram page or anything mm-hmm. like that. The woman who wrote Eat, Pray, Love, can't remember her name off the top of my head, but somebody had actually posted on one of the writer's groups on Facebook where she talked about how to write a book. Mm-hmm. And you actually choose who you're writing your story to. So again, it comes to Dear Diary. And you write about that one incident where you're recording it, but it's how you feel, stream of consciousness, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's how you start. You start with 100 pages. Mm-hmm. And then every week, 100 pages, and you keep writing and writing yeah. and writing, and then you edit later. But that's always the hardest part is mm-hmm. just getting those those words getting down. On, yeah. yeah. Um, I've actually been gifted a beautiful uh, journaling book called The Five-Minute Journal. It gives you prompts for in the morning, mm-hmm. uh, more of the gratitude, positive affirmations type thing, nice. questions in the morning, and then a few other ones like reflections in the evening. Mm-hmm. And it's like one page per day, and it literally is five minutes for people who are just like super busy or just want to get a yeah. taster of it. And so there's different prompts everywhere. I guess you mentioned earlier uh, Instagram. If you just go hashtag mm-hmm. journaling, there's, there's a lot so coming much. up there as well. The other um, piece is sometimes people think they need to go to Indigo and buy a beautiful, gorgeous journal to put their thoughts down. I'm going to say if that works for you, that's great. But if you're just starting, you don't have to. I've found that sometimes when somebody's given me a gorgeous journal, 
has totally given me writer's block where I can't write because I don't want to write stuff where my writing's not nice. You know, my pen is flying off the page on a book that's too pretty. So sometimes I just go to the dollar store and the dollar store, sometimes you can get some nice ones just at Dollarama, not to plug to certain companies, but you can get them for like a buck 25. And if you're writing a lot, you're going to go through them fairly quickly. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it's nice because I find with that, I know I didn't spend a lot on it. So it gives me permission because I think that's the biggest piece. Everybody thinks that we need to be perfect at everything. Mm-hmm. We live in this world where we don't show our mistakes, you know, where we're, it's okay to mess up. Mm-hmm. And we don't give ourselves permission for mm-hmm. that. And with your journals, it's really important to give yourself permission to mess up, mm-hmm. uh, play with things. I've sometimes had different colors of pens. I know for me, I always like a roll tip pen. I don't like working with a ballpoint pen. And if I do, I find my thoughts don't come out as easily mm-hmm. unless I'm really angry or feeling passionate about something where it comes out. There's times where you may be just writing where it's just an idea for a different project or something and it makes you super happy. Mm-hmm. All those things will be in there. Um, you may have weird random to-do lists. When I was a kid, I used to make lists of all my favorite people and what their why I loved each thing and what, you know, I wish I had a little bit of that in me. Mm-hmm. So sometimes it's these weird prompts like that too, mm-hmm. where it's almost like what I describe as listy style. Yeah. But it's all helpful. Whatever but, whatever works for you, right? Yeah, um, but it's giving permission because mm-hmm. I think that's the scariest part where it's all that negative self-talk. I'm not a writer. I can't do this. I've never done this before. How mm-hmm. the heck do I do this? Blah. Yeah. Ah! And, and then that, you don't do yes, it because exactly. it's uh, just fear. Yeah. So um, ask yourself, what if it was easy, mm-hmm. right? What if it was fun? What if it actually benefited me? And I think that's try it out. huge is, is giving yourself permission and it may not be easy right away. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. Always totally. okay. Totally. And for those of you who do blog for business and things, mm-hmm. sometimes having that journal, it's good because it gives you ideas that prompt you for ones that you can have for full fleshed uh, blog ideas later because mm-hmm. it just keeps you percolating. One of the other benefits I didn't mention earlier is it's great for creativity. So whether it's creative problem solving, uh, the reflection piece, it also for people who may not know what their goals are, they don't know what their purpose is. It's really helpful because your values and uh, what's important to you is going to show up on those pages because mm-hmm. it's what we put our focus to. So whether or not it's you're obsessed with, I don't even know if that uh, show General Hospital is still on or whatever, <laughs> soap opera, but, uh, you know, or I was going to say Melrose Place. Wow, I'm showing my age. Uh, maybe Breaking Bad or, you know, Unbreakable on Netflix or something like that, or This Is Us, whatever your thing is. It might be where you're writing stuff down about that because you're a huge fan. Um, write about how that makes you feel in real life, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> what is it about that that just makes you yeah. feel happy? But yeah, it's, um, or, or not happy. Just to kind mm-hmm. of put this in context, you said, mm-hmm. oh, sometimes say your values show up on uh, on paper. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they show up as the total reverse because you mm-hmm. could be totally, like you could be upset about something and something that triggers you. And he's like, this is such a benign situation. Why mm-hmm. am I reacting that way around it? And then journal and, and see, okay, so maybe which one of my values was just stepped on or what about this? Was it the person? Was it the situation? What it insinuated? What it stood for? 
whatever. So be curious around that too. So it's not necessarily that it could show up as the thing. Mm -hmm. It could be showing up as the total opposite. Yes. And then how, why did it make me feel? What's the reason I'm feeling that way around it? Right. Just as a, an additional thought on mm -hmm. that, um, on that topic. No, I think mm. that's huge. And the other thing you can do is combine it. Sometimes I like doing a breath practice and yoga before. I've taught classes where it's yoga first. So you really connect with your breath and your body. And then you connect to the page. Mm -hmm. And that's one of my favorite ways to teach journaling because it really connects body, mind, and spirit in such a beautiful way. Yoga is a really great practice. Journaling is a great practice. You fuse the two together mm -hmm. and it's definitely my favorite. Of course, it doesn't happen all the time. And actually, as I'm saying that out loud, I think that's why I don't do it first thing in the morning. I actually need to go to the gym first and work out first, then I write. Mm -hmm. It's interesting. I didn't realize that until <laughs> I said that out loud. I think um, for me, because I need to actually be really in my body. And if I'm kind of sleepy and dopey still, it's good for me right at recording my dreams, but the rest of it and actually letting myself just write. Mm -hmm. I'm a lot more better when I've got fresh air going through me, my heart's pounding, mm. my body's feeling good, and I've been drinking water because I've been sweating a little mm -hmm. bit, and in a serious need of a shower. So <laughs> There's a, a lot of awareness coming from that. Quickly touching on uh, on how we can upgrade journaling. So I guess one of the things that we've mentioned before is obviously doing uh, like video blogs. It's writing actual blogs down to be published. Any other ways that you can... I think those are key. The other question is it always comes back to why are you doing what you're doing? Mm. So in terms of do you write because you love to do it? Um, how does it align with other areas of your life? So it may be one of those times where you are doing some soul searching work. So whether it's working with a coach, working with yourself and really reflecting, going through, looking at your values and stuff. And it's just like, how can I use this as a tool to start to shift more? So by taking that time to go through old blogs or old journaled entries, that can be very, very helpful and help you upgrade. Because I think you need to kind of take stock of where you're at, what you've been doing. And just like anything else, if we keep doing the same thing over and over again, I mean, it's the definition of insanity. We're going to get the same results. So mm -hmm. we need to start shifting things up. What excites you? What makes you passionate? So it's not just like the people who, and I know I've been using a lot of gym analogies today, who go to the gym and do the same workout every mm -hmm. time. Yeah, your body maintains, which is great, but uh, you're not getting as max benefit. Mm -hmm. Whereas if in Dream World, you should really be checking in with your instructor, working with personal trainer, every once in a while just to change it up because the body will actually and your mind will plateau about yes. every say six to nine weeks because that's how long it takes to form a mm -hmm. habit. After that, you need to, you, you're constantly with those upgrades. Mm -hmm. Take a look when you're going through previous prompts, which were the ones that were really on fire for you at that stage of your life, mm -hmm. going back and seeing if any of those resonate and then going through. Uh, it's one of the reasons I like writers groups and uh, chatting with other writers because sometimes that, that gives me more fodder and I'm like, Ooh, I like that. I yeah. want to try that. And it makes me really excited and taking classes. 
lots of valuables in uh, in that. <laughs> oh my god, I still need a coffee this morning and maybe put my thoughts on paper oh. in, a, in, a, in a journal. With that, we're nearly at the end uh, of the recording, and there is the the questions in a bag still to go. So we have this goodie bag here with uh, random questions, and I'm gonna get you to like pull three papers out, so pieces of paper with the uh, questions, and then. Um, yeah, okay. So it's kind of like pulling out uh, <laughs> goddess cards. Got, yeah, yeah, exactly. One, two. You can read them out one by one sure. and, and answer. Let's see what you've got. So what inspires me? Changing the world and making people feel beautiful and empowered and changing our spaces around us to make us feel that way too. I'd say that's the number one thing and connecting them to body, mind, and spirit, mm. just straight up. And in everything I do, whether it's the work I do in the Vancouver's downtown east side, teaching uh, classes, writing, all of that does that. So okay, great. Uh, next one is what am I currently learning? What I'm currently learning is by, <laughs> and you'll laugh, going back to the basics. So I am, I've gone off Google Calendar, as I mentioned, and I've actually been using what I'd now describe as a journal, mm -hmm. um, a day book, and um, actually doing it by color coding everything that's important. And what I'm learning by that is I get more done. And the second piece to that is being kind to myself, which isn't always letting myself have a sugar cookie. It's actually making myself eat my vegetables when I really don't want to. That sometimes is being kind, doing those things on my to-do list that are what I call C-level. They're not the putting out the fires. It's not the big sky stuff. It's the day-to-day -day stuff like doing my dishes, the stuff that will drive me crazy and will actually set me back if I don't do it or doing laundry or finding somebody to delegate that to so mm -hmm. it can get done. So that's what I'm learning right now is how to just make sure I take care of all the stuff and actually do a little bit of the stuff that I don't really want to mm -hmm. do at all times. What makes me happy? Learning always makes me happy. And my partner, I love him so much. And our cat, uh, Ripley, as well. She's pretty rock star. They make me uh, very happy. And just getting to live the life I do, I'm very incredibly grateful that I've got really good people around me and that I'm constantly evolving. Perfect. I wouldn't know a better way to finish this. <laughs> this all. Thank you for your for sharing your your thoughts and your knowledge and your expertise with us. Like I said earlier, we'll put all the the links in uh, in the show notes. Also, to how to get in contact with you if someone wishes to do that. I'd also encourage everyone to once the podcast is up to uh, comment on it and maybe put some more resources on there around journaling or what experiences everyone had. So the more the merrier. We can all learn from each other. Definitely. Um, thank you so much for coming in to to chat with me today for the coaching podcast thank you much appreciated <laughs> so how will you incorporate journaling into your routine or even up your journaling game check out the show notes to find links to all the resources we mentioned and the different ways to connect and engage with caroline thank you for tuning in until next time stay curious <laughs> <laughs>